What is going on, like fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer podcast. I'm here with my business partner, best friend, and the guy next door at the Wolf De Silva. What's up, G? What's going on, fam? Super excited. I'm excited to deliver some fucking value. I'm also excited to speak to our first person today, seeing that he booked his first international flight. That blows my fucking mind. Hell yes. Speaking of booking his first international flight, you guys might be asking, why did he do that? Well, he's coming to the PT Domination Alexis event, and Cole and I recently decided that we were going to be launching the virtual tickets. So if you guys want to go to that's ptdomvirtual.com, you guys can now snipe your virtual event tickets. We initially offered them at $497, but right now they're 75% off. So if you guys want to snag a virtual event ticket and come to the PT Domination All Access Virtual Event, this is going to be fucking epic, you guys. We got Eli Wild, who literally sold $12.7 million worth of Tony Robbins products. All of the PT Dom coaches are going to be there speaking, answering your questions, breakthroughs live. It's going to be amazing. The amount of value you're going to get for the $97 price tag is going to supersede your expectations by a long shot. So again, if you're interested, go to ptdomvirtual.com and you guys can grab a ticket. First up, we're on pod chats. So if you guys don't know what pod chats is, you're new to the podcast. Every week, we have a one coaching call where we let our students come up and ask us anything. So we've got a few students on the call that are ready to get their questions answered. And we're going to start with Mr. Brandon Roberts. What's up, King? Yo, what is going on, Brian, Cole? You guys are crushing it. Great to see you guys. I would ask you how your day is going, but I already fucking know the answer. Best fucking day ever. So I'm going to cut right to the chase. And yeah, obviously I post my win. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm fucking so hyped for that. Can't wait to be around everybody's energy. Let's go. But right now, my question is, is kind of going through a little bit of a struggle right now, as far as I feel like I'm not able to show up at, as like the most powerful version of myself. And it's kind of coming through as my confidence. I've, I injured my leg like a few weeks back and I'm, I'm getting surgery on it next week. And just like, I guess I tie my sense of identity to like an athlete, a fighter, you know, really showing up hardcore, kicking ass. And I haven't had that in quite some time. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to like be transparent and share that and be vulnerable, but I kind of just, I struggle with it. So I, I don't know. I, I know you guys have probably went through your own, your own dings and bruises along the journey of being a fitness coach, an online fitness coach, because it's like our body is like, goes hand in hand with our line of work. So. My question is, is really, how do you kind of just, I don't know, share that in a way that it brings value or if it really matters or what's your guy's take on that? Perfect. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. I'll go first. I want everyone to write this down. Self-confidence comes from keeping promises to yourself. So right now, Brandon, you have a situation that you cannot control. You got injured, right? And that is a situation you cannot control. And previously, the promises that you were making to yourself were like, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to crush my workouts, I'm going to be a savage. And that's the identity that you associated with. And that's where you got your self confidence from is like you, you kept your promises, you went to the gym, you were integral, that's that. Now, in a situation that you can't control, aka an injury, we have to ask ourselves, how can we build self confidence by making promises to ourselves that we can actually show up for? Mm. So it's like, you can't like beat yourself up because you can't go to the gym and work on your legs because you have a fucking injury. So that's a situation that you can't control. Just like when I got injured and, you know, I, I was pretty open when I had like my foot injury, bro, I'll be honest, it fucked me up for like a week. Like mentally, I was like really in a bad spot. However, I made the decision that I was going to show up for the things that I had full control over. Like I could still post on social media, like five to 10 times a week. I could still send my DMs. I could still do my morning ritual. I could still do my mindset work. And so I made a list of essentials and non-negotiables that fit my current lifestyle based on the situation I couldn't control. And I committed to those things and I did those things. All right. Last thing I'm just going to say, and then I'm going to let Cole go, is don't beat yourself up over something that you have no control over. It's like, you, it's not your fault. You got injured. Nobody likes getting injured. Who here likes getting injured? Raise your hand. Exactly. Zero people raise their hand. Nobody likes getting injured, right? It's not fun. 
So don't beat yourself up over something that you can't control. It's actually super funny that you brought this up. And Brian, you talked about self-confidence because I couldn't agree more. I literally just recorded a 30-minute podcast on this. This is about keeping the promises to yourself. Break it down like this. What can you do physically right now? You obviously can't train legs. You can't do jujitsu. You can't box because your fucking leg is your foundation. But what can you do? Yeah, no, that's just, it sucks so hard. Answer the question. What can you do training-wise? Upper body. And then do that. Right? Like, like you move your, you got to do something because right now I'm assuming you could fucking walk. It doesn't look like you have crutches behind you, right? Right. Not yet. Next week I'll be on crutches. Right. So just do the baseline, bro. Right. Like, uh, after I got to the hospital and out of the ICU from being in fucking LA, I physically was not allowed to train. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck off. I'm like, that's fine. And then I exerted myself for like half a minute one day. My whole body shut down. I like had shivers. I was back in bed. My whole body shut down. I'm like, okay, I cannot do this. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not train for the next week and focus on my recovery because let's be real as athletes and coaches, we rarely recover like we should anyways. So let's utilize this for massages, mindset work and everything else. And then I would just ask myself, like, what can I do today? So I was like, after a week of recovering, I was like, all right, let me try a little bit more. I did it. My body shut down again. I'm like, fuck my life. So I was like, back to recovering, focusing on my content, buckling down. After a month, went and tried a little bit more. I was able to do more. And then within a month and a half, I was fucking good right back to my old self. But it's like, it's just little things, dude. Little progressions will get you to where you want to be instead of trying to take leaps. 100%. Is this something that you would put in, like you would talk about in content? Because I have always, man. Like that's, dude, I was in the fucking ICU in the fucking bed strapped up to an EKG machine that they were monitoring because they thought I was going to have a stroke and die. And I was on my Instagram talking about what was going on. Like you guys can literally go watch the fucking video. It's on my fucking page right now. I'm transparent in everything that goes on because the vulnerability, I can't breed relatability, period. And there's going to be some people that are in your audience that are struggling with something right now. And if they can see you working through the adversity and doing the best that you can, then they're going to be inspired to do that in their own journey. Exactly. They might not have a fucking leg injury, but they might have a broken hand or they might be dealing with addiction or they might have been abused or they might have gone through something. And pain is relatable when love usually isn't. So sharing your pain, no matter what it is, will help people relate to you. I love what you said. Vulnerability breeds relatability. So that's my motivation to uh, to really put that out there because there's people that can relate to it, even though it might not be the same exact thing. I guess I just felt guilty for not like being, you know, kicking ass all the time. Oh, I'm, I'm ripped. I'm shredded. I'm strong. I'm a fitness coach. And it's hard for me to like show that like gentler side of like, all right, maybe I'm not a badass all the time. I am not immortal. I have a body that can break. So I think admitting that and just kind of like showing that will be helpful. Well, it's also just understanding what your standard is. Your standard is here, but you're injured. So you can't play to that standard anymore. So set a new one until you're healed. It's because it's not like you're going to become this like soft coach for the next little bit because you're injured and then become a lazy fuck in three months, even though you're not injured anymore. And that's the problem. A lot of coaches do that. You visualize it, you see it. And you're like, I don't want to become that person who doesn't work on themselves and becomes this like nonchalant fake coach, but you're never going to become that because your standard is already too high. And as long as you follow through with your core values, you're fine. Feel me? 100%. There you go. That, that's it. See you soon, King. Thanks, boys. See you guys. Got you. Sammy, what's up? Hi, how are you guys? So good. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay. So I listened to all of your guys' advice and I did role plays with Mel, Simone, and Mike about the challenge. So that's kind of where my question comes in because I decided that I want to go to Coach AI because they had recommended it and it just had an amazing deal and they gave me this entire month for free, right? 
So I have the calls with all of the girls. I literally have been waking up at like 5am and working till nine. I'm exhausted. I didn't pitch them. And now I'm going into the phase of like, okay, we're going to attack and we're going to like sell them. And my question is, would you just power through and get the new girls into the coach AI and then transition my other girls to coach AI? Like when I get back from vacation and kind of have two different platforms, or should I just put them all into trainerize with the like plans that I made? Cause I did the three day, the four day and the five day, like Jay had recommended for me. So I already have the plans laid out. So just have them and then once and this is what Cole told me not to do literally, but I didn't think I wanted to change until I heard the option. And I was like, wow, that platform sounds amazing. And my clients have been having a lot of problems this week. So I wanted your advice on where I should like do the transition. What's more important right now, the 14-day challenge with all the ladies or transitioning your 14-day challenge over to the new coaching platform? 100% the 14-day challenge. So do the girls and trainerize. Okay. Because okay. you're just trying to juggle too many balls at once. Oh, I know. You're just like, do, 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 and you're just going to drop one or both of them. And then you're not going to okay. sell the 14-day challenge and your clients are going to get pissed off because they're not focusing on them. So my mm-hmm. recommendation would be like, you're going on vacation, so you need to respect that. And you already have a platform that works. So use the platform that works. And when you get back and you have full bandwidth, the girls that you enroll in your full program can move over to my coach. AI. Sounds beautiful. Okay. And I, so I still have a couple calls with like a lot lingering girls that I haven't talked to yet. I'm thinking about just flat out going and pitching them today since it's day three. Do you think it's too early or should I wait and do them all at once? There's people that have sold everybody before their 14 day challenge even started. I never think that it's too yeah. early. I also think Beautiful. that you change the mindset from like attack and sell to serve and help. Okay. Serve and help. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Because if you're like, I'm going to attack, I'm going to sell. It's going to have that like vibe on the call where it's like, dude, let's, we're going to jump on a call today and I'm going to help you out and give you a fitness console. And if I believe that I can change your life and help you long-term, I'm going to offer you a solution. Is that cool? Okay. I like that, that. I like that. That feels way better than like, get in my program now. I know it's the scarcity kind of coming out from like my eight girls leaving last month. I was talking to Mel about it and she told me the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm going to say something very bluntly to you, Sammy, fucking trust yourself. Cause that's twice now, actually three times in a row in one statement, one question you just asked that we answered where you were like, well, I spoke to Cole and he said, don't do this, but now I need to think about it. Well, I spoke to Mel and I'm like, oh, well, this is a little bit off and I'm thinking about doing this, but like, I don't really know what to do. Your gut is rarely wrong. Everybody write that down. Your gut is rarely wrong. It's your internal dialogue. It's your conscious. It's telling you what to do. A lot of you guys will have a gut feeling. And then instead of taking action, you need to get permission from other people, which by the way, we get. Me and Brian will always be here for you guys, no matter what. But also like, this is how you become a better entrepreneur. I want you to start trusting your gut. Okay, I can do that. Good. Thank you. No more juggling three balls at once. Get them all in trainerize. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I will. You're welcome. David Getz, Mr. $13,000 man. What's up, brother? What's up, boys? How's it going? Good. How are you, bro? Fucking awesome. Good. Hey, I have a question about conversation about rates for two different types of people. One is a potential client that I pitched to who said they were going to join my program four months ago, but didn't follow through. And then they said they're going to wait till the end of the summer. Second client is one that's giving me referrals and keeps telling people the rates that I charge them, but my rates have gone up. How would you address those two situations? Well, the first one, I would fucking rank up the price like crazy on and tell if they didn't commit by the end of the week that they would be paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars more. But that's because I hate fucking lazy people and I don't want to deal with them. That's number one. 
All right. Number he's two. like a CEO, so he's not like lazy, just timing, whatever. There's no such thing, bro. If you can't fucking answer a message or fill out a link that takes 30 seconds, you're fucking lazy. That's why he's been fat or struggling with his goals for the last five years, period. Right? Like, let's be real. Let's call a spade a spade. If someone doesn't take action instantly, you're asking our perspective. That's, I'm a savage. If I pitch you and you're like, ah, right now is not the time. I'm either going to charge you way fucking more money or I'm just not going to talk to you again because that's my mentality. Number two, the individual that's giving referrals, you just got to get on a call and you got to express love deeply. Like, yo, David, bro, I fucking love you to death. And I'm telling you right now that I love the referral fee that you're sending, et cetera. But all right, the investment has gone up for my program. So there's two options. One, please don't share that price anymore. Or two, all right, when it comes down to it, get him to pitch the new price, but he gets a kickback based off of what's happening. Either a free month or a little bit of money per individual, but don't let him preach the old price anymore that you gave him. Well, I do give him a free month. Like I told him for every new client, he gets cool. a free month. So yeah, so just tell him, be like, bro, be like you are, so this, the Cole's right. The way that you would word it is like, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for all the referrals. You're a fucking gangster and I love you. Second, you are the original gangster and original gangster yeah. with the original gangster rate. And so my I do not offer that price to anyone ever again. So please don't share that price because you are one of the only people that gets that rate right now. Like my rates have gone up, gotten a lot busier, helping a lot more men. And so if somebody wants to work with me, the rate is a little bit more. So please don't share that price. I fucking love you. Every time you send me a client, I'm going to refer. It's like, yeah. I love you. Don't do this. And I love you. Keep sending me clients. <laughs> yes, like exactly. Sandwich. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So for no. my first question, the first client, potential client, I'm not as aggressive as you guys are with sales. And it's probably because I do have another income. So I'm kind of like, whatever, if they don't, if they don't jump on it right away, not a big deal. So there's like zero, like, I'm not like, I don't need business, if that makes sense. So it's like, hey, no follow up. Pardon me? Why are you asking us? Yeah. Because so like, no, he is me... getting ready to start in September. Yeah, but me, I want to pitch him in my new program. But it's like, how do I have that conversation with him? Let me jump in. So I'm that you asked me questions. I want to answer it now. So what I would say to him is I'd be like, I would just send him a video. John, I hope you're having the best day of your entire life, brother. I just launched a program that's going to be starting in September. I know that you said that, that you wanted that to be your start date. I'd love to get you all set up and get a deposit down because my spots are filling up quick for September and I don't want you to miss out. But, the, but I want to charge him the higher rates though. <laughs> I don't want to charge him the rates that I had before because they're lower. I know I can charge it a lot more. You understand what I'm saying? Like I want to, I want him to pay the higher rate. So how does that conversation go? But you already pitched him the old price, correct? That's right. But he didn't follow through and it's been like four months. Then do what I told you and be like, homie, that price is off the fucking table now. My prices are this. If you won't, don't want to lose this price, then commit now because I'm going to be raising them again in the new year. Stop wasting my fucking time and click the link. Okay. Because what you told us is you're like, well, I don't really need the money. So I don't really care if he commits. But then you're asking us, how do we pitch him? But you're like, well, I'm not like a savage salesperson. David, you can't have it every single way. Either pick to be a savage salesperson and hold him accountable so you can achieve his goals and you can serve him or go with what you just said to me and Brian, nonchalant, who gives a fuck and let him do whatever he wants. All right. Feel me? Yeah. Bet. I think you could just be like, hey, I'm a fucking super shredded 50 year old. If you want to look like fucking me and die with a sexy body in the future, then fucking commit to my program. Okay. Like, let's stop fucking around. Makes sense. Bet. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to share an idea that's going to help everybody. So there's, there's a concept called cognitive dissonance. And cognitive dissonance happens when you have two conflicting ideas in the mind. Conflicting ideas that you have in your mind, David, are like, uh, I don't really need to sell them because I got a lot of money and I got another job. But like, I really want to sell them on my higher rates. And so this confliction of interest in your head is causing you to be hesitant and ask us the question. So 
either decide to sell them or decide not to. And if you're going to sell them, then be a little bit more on the sales side. Make sense? Yeah. Cool. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Ahmed, what's up? What's up, boys? What's going on, guys? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. So yesterday, this thing happened. I was at the gym and I was like, you know, I had my tripod. I had my phone. I'm filming content. Recently, I had bought one of these bad boys, a mic. So I can like just bring more better, like just better quality, like to like the videos that I record in the gym when I am talking to the phone. Uh-huh. And basically... I like had this list of like connection posts that I've written out. Like I've written out like connection posts ideas that I want to say and film at the gym because you guys keep telling me like, get out of your fucking room and go film in the gym, Mm -hmm. get the action in the background. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. We're doing it today. I got to the gym. It was packed as fuck. And I got like, I started like folding on myself. I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to do this or not. And I'm like, no, I should do it. I should just do it. And I ended up recording one video. And I like I had like three other like post like connection post video ideas that I want to film, but I didn't do it because I just felt like I don't know. I felt like obviously it feels like everyone is watching, but at the same time, like no one really gives a fuck. And a lot of people in the gym already like me. So like they're my homies and I'm sure that they wouldn't care. But I don't know why. It just it felt so weird, like in the middle of lifetime, just like filming. And I'm trying to like get over that. And I feel like yeah, that's my issue right now. I, I get you. I'll be I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't like filming in front of people either. Mm-hmm. I usually go like I'll go to the gym early, early, early in the morning, or I'll go to a fucking park or I'll go in my backyard. I don't like filming in front of people either. I feel like like I want to be focusing on the message coming out of my mouth, not on the thoughts in my mind. And if I'm like in the gym and I there's people watching, it like it trips me out too. I'm the same as you. Like when I'm trying to like really focus on delivering a message, yeah, I yeah. still do it, but I would prefer to film without people there. So I get that. I think that you should go to the gym when it's not so busy and fucking film then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Bro, yeah, no stress. This is fucking normal, bro. Yeah, it's normal, dude. Like, that's it. Dude, I don't film in front of people because I've got turbo aggression. And if I'm screaming fuck at the top of my lungs with a grandma walking down the street, she's going to have a heart attack. So it's like, <laughs> you can, guys, this is normal. It's normal. Now, you could just challenge yourself in different areas. Right. I do think it's important to challenge your guys' selves. So instead of doing videos in front of everybody at the gym, just do some Instagram stories. Try to force yourself to do some IG stories moving forward, right? Like two or three at the gym. Maybe go to a grocery store and do some in the aisles. Eventually, you guys will get to a point where you don't care anymore. Like Brian's seen it. Now I can film anywhere. Literally, it doesn't matter if there's a million people around us in the gym, fucking walking around in an airport. I can film anywhere. I won't miss my step. I won't get fucking stuttery or nervous. I'll just deliver the point. But that doesn't mean I don't ever get stuttery or nervous. It still happens. Guys, we're human beings. It's fucking weird holding up a camera, especially when you upgrade bigger cameras. Guys, my camera is like fucking 10 pounds with the mic and the fucking tripod and the lens and everything else. It's huge. It looks like I'm holding a fucking massive animal that's just furry walking around the store and shit like that. 
So it, it just happens, especially in Canada. I agree. In Canada, it's weird. It's like not a real, it's not like a normal thing yet. In the States, it's a lot more chill, but just give yourself some grace. It's all good. Okay. All right. Hopefully I'll get over this real soon. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like the idea of talking in your story. I think that's genius. Do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bet. See you soon, King. See you soon. Matt, what's up, brother? What's up? What's up? So my question today is about shifting your mindset to impact. I don't feel like I've fully made that shift. And I hear you guys talk about all the time that when you do, like your business will start taking off. And I feel like that's often why maybe there's not as much, maybe there's more up and down in my business. And I feel like, so I'm just trying to figure out like what techniques or things can I, to kind of put that more at the forefront and think about that more often, because when I'm thinking about it, like sales calls are going great, everything's going great, but it's just not consistent. Mm-hmm. So we're, what we're talking about is we're talking about shifting your mindset and we're sh- talking about like changing the way that you think and changing the way that you think is a process that requires diligence. It requires consistency. Mm-hmm. It requires repetition. And so there needs to be something that rings for you that you remind yourself of every single day. So for me, I'll tell you what I do, Matt, is I have a vision video. It's like a two minute long video that I've recorded of myself reading my goals out loud to myself. And in my video, I'm affirming my vision as it's already done. And in that video, I talk about how PT domination is changing online personal trainers lives. And because I changed your life, Matt, I know that you're going to go out there and you're going to impact, you know, 50, 100, 200, 1000 people. And then those people are going to be more fit, more healthy, more confident, live better lives. And I focus on that as like the number one goal and the number one ambition that I have. And so for you, I think you need to think about who is it that you're working with? Like, who's your ideal client? And then when you change their life, what happens to their life? Like what happens to their confidence? What happens to their family? What happens to the relationships that they have? Like, are they better parents? Are they better community members? Do they get promotions? Like, are, do they feel the best they've ever felt? And I think that like, Thinking about that and remembering that when you're in the DMs and knowing that if there's somebody in the DMs that you're, that's like struggling with their weight loss, if they join your program and they lose 20 pounds, how is that going to benefit their life? So I think it's all about putting yourself in the shoes of your ideal client with their life changed and not putting yourself in the shoes of what's going to happen to my bank account when I sign this client. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm not going, I haven't fully like put myself in their situations like i'm not going deep enough with them like mentally enough like or like i'm not consistent with that so like i'll do it whenever i'm like talking to them but beyond that i'm not truly like going there and so i feel like really writing that out and feeling that out from their perspective is something that would help just feel that within me yeah great and i agree with everything that fucking brian said i'm also going to put this in context for you because i think it'll land for you and all the other coaches who here finds himself falling out of impact and focusing more on income because they need to pay their bills and shit? It's okay to put up your hand. It's normal, guys. All right. Like this is this happens when you're trying to build a business. I get it. Me and Brian have been there in the past. It's normal. All right. It's a normal thing. You need to just get better at what you do because when you are the best at what you do, i.e., I can bring a coach into our business to help them make 10 grand so they quit their job, serve their family, and transform a hundred thousand lives. That feels fucking good. All right. The better you get at becoming a fitness coach, the better you're going to feel bringing people in. And then the money is just going to be a byproduct of what you do on a continual basis. And you will then become more passionate because passion follows competence. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Mm -hmm. 
because you are more competent in that area, meaning every single person who hires you, you have them have a drastic physical transformation. You'll feel good about that. Like it's just, it's going to happen. It's going to be a byproduct of the work that you put in with that individual. And then you'll be so focused on the results that you're getting clients and all the messages that you get that the money will just become a thing that happens. You'll just be making it. And I know that sounds weird right now. And it sounds weird to a lot of you guys, but it's something that is proven. I've seen it with hundreds and hundreds of coaches. That's how Don is. It's just normal for Don to hit a three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a month now. But every fucking person that comes into his business has a fucking drastic, insane transformation. He's like, "This is what we do, bro. Like, this is DIY body. You come in, your entire life is going to be changed. You're going to look ten times better within six months to a year." So it's like, you need to have that focus because passion follows competence. You'll be more passionate around impacting lives when you are more competent at your fucking job. Feel me? Okay, sweet. So it's the diving deeper on the vision and also what you're saying is finding those loopholes on how I can be a better coach. For me, it's- Nope. Uh, fuck loophole. What are you talking about? Get them well, better results. Not, not loopholes, but like finding where I'm lagging on being a better coach for mm. me it would be- uh, finding more confidence and more knowledge um, on the nutrition aspect of my coaching would take me to the next level. So those two things. There we go. Okay. Right? Because oh. if you're a master nutritionist, a master trainer, somebody comes in, they blast 30 fucking pounds, they got a shredded six pack. Now they're a savage dad for their wife and their kids. Like, bro, you're going to feel amazing. And then it's like, people are going to start flooding to you. And then you're like, oh my God, look at how many more lives I can change because your competence rose. Feel me? Okay, sweet. Awesome. I want to give everyone on this podcast a practical piece of homework so that you guys can take this and implement this and start seeing track, traction. Sit down for, for literally 20 minutes, set a timer, and write down what kind of impact you want to have on one person's life. Write down what you want that person to say about you and your coaching program. Write mm -hmm. down the tangible results that you're going to get them inside of the program as a result of working with you. Write down how good they're going to feel as a result of working with you. Write down what they're going to say to their friends about your coaching program because your coaching program changed their life. So spend 20 minutes really thinking through the impact that you can have on this person's life. What kind of mother do they become as a result of losing that 20 pounds in your program? What happens to their confidence when they finally solve their bloating issue that they've been dealing with for the last three years? What's going to happen to their energy levels when they no longer fucking starve themselves on a crazy deficit that they found on Google because they got educated in your fitness program? Then once you've got that written down, here's the hack that if you do this, you will be successful because I'm going to tell you guys that 80% of people are going to fail at this. Mm -hmm. And the 20% that don't fail are going to see massive success. And you're going to thank me in six months. Before you start your work day, every day, start by reading that note to yourself. Pin it as a note in your fucking phone. And before you start your workday, read that note. Read that note about the impact that you're going to have on somebody's life and then start your workday. And I promise you, your entire fucking mindset is going to change. But it's the diligent, daily, consistent actions. Why? Because our mind is working every single day, you guys. And so if we're not planting our own seeds in our mind, then we're going to get seeds planted by the outside world, by impressions, by our bank account. When our bank account drops, we're like, oh, fuck, I need to make more money. Now we're back in the fucking making money over focusing on impact, where if we just focus on impact to start the day every day, over time, you won't have to think about it anymore. And that'll just be the way that you think. Mm. Cool. Great. Thank you, guys. Or take action. Ben, what's up, King? Hey, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. How are you, brother? Fantastic as well. So I have a question. How do I transition my low-ticket clients out of my, uh, my high-ticket clients? Because all in the same group chat. In the group chat on Trainerize, Facebook? Where is it? Uh, Slack. Slack? Okay. 
And so you want to take your low ticket clients out and you're going to put them in a different group or you're going to take away communication. What's, what's the game plan? Well, I was going to put, I want to do group calls with just them because they pay a lot less than the high ticket clients. And I know that they, I know that they're like talking about the pricing. I think my high ticket clients, they think the low ticket clients are getting the same thing that the high tickets are. Okay. So just very simple. Do you have names for your program? Yes. What's the low ticket program called? What do you mean? So low ticket and high ticket, do you have different names for the program? Example, Change Lives Academy and 10K Mastermind. No. Okay, so you need to create names for the programs. And then when you create names, so this is going to be like, I don't know, the fucking, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The first level, level one. So it's like level one, level two, level three. And be like, you or you could do like elite clients and then elite clients. And then what would be a fucking name for the level one program call? I don't fucking know. What's your business name? Blueprint Fitness. Blueprint Fitness. Okay. So level one is called the Kickstart Blueprint. So the Kickstart Blueprint. And then we've got the Elite Blueprint. So rename Elite Blueprint for your VIP clients. Take all of your Kickstart Blueprint clients out of there. Put them in the fucking Kickstart Blueprint Slack and let them know like, hey guys, this is the Kickstart Blueprint. This is where you start your fitness journey. When you guys are ready to join the Elite uh, elite Blueprint uh, clients, you can message me. Mm. And Elite Blueprint clients, you just take, you let them know like, hey guys, you guys are the Elite clients. We actually just took out all the Kickstart Blueprint clients because you guys get exclusive access to all this new stuff or all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. The Kickstart clients are now out and you guys get the exclusive VIP stuff. Kickstart Elite Coaching. All right, thank you. See you guys in uh, September. That bro. You're cute, bro. <laughs> yeah, I like it. See you soon, G. By the way, Ben is a gangster and he spent $10,000 on a VIP ticket for the muscle event. Okay? Yeah, I fucking saw that. That's fucking lit. I can't Fuck wait. Guy. I like it. Devon, what's up, brother? What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing? Fantastic. How are you? Doing amazing. Thank you, man. I kind of want to talk about a little bit on the focus on impact that you guys mentioned. Yep. So I'm currently running a paid challenge and I have 30 people in the challenge. Nice. It started last Monday. So July 31st. And I did a lot of like network messaging to get people into the challenge. So the last two weeks, I guess I haven't brought any leads outside of this challenge to like my actual high ticket program. So I guess like, I don't know if my mind's playing like tricks on me because it's kind of wanting to go to like that attack and sell mode versus like the give and serve to the people who are already in my paid challenge right now. I'm kind of like stuck in between this limbo. Like, like, do I focus on trying to get more people into my high ticket program right now? Or do I focus on serving like everyone who's in this paid challenge? Well, I think it's contextual. I'll kick in first with this because let's say you guys are run. What is it a 14 day challenge? It's a 30 day challenge that I cool. So let's say it's a, it's a 30 day challenge. You did your live streams. You have done your due diligence and everybody's got their programming. You've answered all their fucking messages. You've made sure that nobody's slipping through the cracks and everybody's heard of that day. And it's fucking noon. Then go fucking do some lead generation for your regular program. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I think it's contextual guys. At the end of the day, it, you should always focus in on the individuals you have in your challenge first period. Why? Because you have anywhere from five to 30 to a hundred fucking leads that have trusted you to join a challenge. But if you do your due diligence, you've answered everybody. There's nothing you could physically do that day for the challenge anymore. And you have fucking hours left that you could be doing content creation or lead generation or business practices or auditing your numbers. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess like one thing that I'm, I guess that's been a challenge is I've reached out to everyone in my, in like my base right now. So maybe network expanding is is something that I'm like currently like being challenged with. I have like went to like other pages who are kind of very similar and like answered, like reached out to some people in the comments. That was like a little hack that I've like been trying. Pause. Out of the pages they Pause. have like. Talk to, tell me about your content. 
What's going on with your content? Like, I don't think it's hitting. Like, it's, it's not converting to like messaging. There's two different approaches you guys can take if you need to expand your network. Approach number one is you go out and you hunt everyone that fucking moves. Mm -hmm. Approach number two is you get better at content so that people come to you. Approach number two is way fucking better. And so yep. instead of thinking about hunting, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do right now, Devon. Thing number yep. one is focus all of your energy on the people in your challenge because people in your challenge are paying you money, like Cole said. Thing number two is, yes, you need to expand your network, not by going out and lead genning. You'll get a much higher ROI by doubling down and getting better at content, showing up to fucking content audits, looking at the people on content audits, going to their fucking page, writing notes on what Cole's saying and implementing what Cole's saying. Because you will get them like right now on the real Brian Mark, I get significantly more traffic to my page because I got better at content because I just focused on it because like that is what you need to focus on. So Be don't spend your time being in the fucking comments of other people's posts. Yeah. I'm doubling down on your content. Devon, be quiet for a minute. We're going to do a little interview for a minute. B, what did you do? What style of content are you creating that has drawn you in traffic and blown up your page? Talking to the camera. I swear to fucking God, if I go back to one of your guys' pages one more time and you're not doing talking videos to the camera, I'm going to kick you off the fucking calls. I'm, 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 I'm a broken record. Like I've said this a billion fucking times to every single individual in our program. And it's like, I don't know what mind gap you guys need to fucking fill or what you need to do behind closed doors to build up the confidence. But if you are not speaking to the fucking camera, eyes in the lens about things that you know, you are not going to pull in as much leads as you could. You're not going to have the authority and people are going to look at you like another fucking fitness coach online. That's the hack. B Make started challenge. doing this. And how much fucking followers you got now, B? 56.2 and we're growing every day, bruh blow the fuck up guys he was at like like 30 something and he's like the goal is 35 when you went to fucking dominican yep and then bam over fucking 56 thousand by talking to the fucking camera and then you guys are like well my content isn't hitting and i go to your pages on content audits and you're doing all these crazy b-roll things and all this fucking viral content utilizing trends and all this stuff instead of just using the fucking knowledge you have and speaking to the camera like i've been telling you to do for six fucking years just saying Go take action. Paid challenge, double down on content. Got you. I want to say one more thing to everybody. And uh, this is for everyone. Guys, if you're not getting leads from your social media and you're in the Change Lives Academy and you're not studying content from the other creators in the academy, you are fucking high, okay? Social media literally gives you free marketing for your coaching services. And the reward that you get is unlimited leads when you figure it out. And you have access to a network of 1,300, 1,400 coaches that are all committing to their fucking goals. And you can literally learn from these other people that are in the academy. And I will tell you this, the Change Jobs Academy has the best content creators out of any business coaching program, period, because the business coaches in the program are the best content creators out of any business coaches on the market, period. So you guys can follow in our footsteps and we'll give you feedback on your shit. You guys need to take action. You need to fucking study until you're good. If you're not good, study more, try more, put in more reps. Don't let that be an excuse. You're in the fucking community. You just use it. Taylor, what's up? Yo, what's going on, Brian? First of all, thanks so much, guys, for everything you do. I'm like, every single time the podcast is up within like six hours, you post me, I'm like on it and I get so much value out of it. I'm not getting value, I'm getting pumped. So like, thanks so much, man. Biggest thing for me right now is like, I want to optimize my onboarding procedure for my clients. I feel like I have a lot of really good things for them to like, get started off with eBooks and like, we're going to start off with metrics and movement assessments, but I'm like fire hosing them. And I want to have a way of systematically delivering that to them in a way that is more consumable and they don't feel like they're getting blasted in week one. I want to get some guidance if you have a direction to how I can take that. 
Do you have, are you using trainer eyes? Yeah. Perfect. All right. What I would do and Bray, you said it's going to help you too. That's dope. And I think Brian will agree is you have so many different things, forum videos, different videos they need to watch, breaking it down. So I would create an onboarding week. All right. So they sign, let's say I sell Brian. All right, Brian. So what I want you to do is check your email. You're going to have three links there. One link is the program agreement. The second link is the Facebook group. And the third link is the one of the app that we're going to set up your program on. Once you're done that stuff, let me know. And then we'll move forward with the next steps. Then he's going to go through that whole process. All right. He's done it all. Awesome. Then when it starts the next day, his program starts the next day, because that's how I would set it up. I'm going to be like, awesome, dude. Now the next thing that you need to do is just pay attention to your calendar. You're going to be starting your onboarding week this week, meaning every video Sunday to next Saturday is going to have a video that I want you to watch, or you can make it three days, five. It doesn't fucking matter how many videos you have and then have it scheduled in their fucking calendar through Trainerize. You can actually do this in a new message. So upload it to Vimeo, take the Vimeo link, schedule it as an auto message in the calendar itself in Trainerize. And then when Brian opens up his Trainerize on Monday, it's like, ding, make sure you watch this video, Brian. This is gonna teach you everything you need to know about your meal prep. He watches it, boom, learns about meal prep, goes, gets his food scale, goes, gets everything he needs while it gives me time to build out his programming. And also he doesn't get fired hosed with seven videos in a row. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you have the videos that you have the videos with the Vimeo. And then with that, if I wanted to like double down on the educational component, it's like video plus like PDF where they can like review, like reading. Yep. Point by you point. can upload files as well to the fucking yeah. uh, link as well. And so then that would just be like, I have a system, I have a few different uh, preloaded like messages, like day one message. Maybe I have that on like a Google Sheet thing where I can like put my client into it, copy that, boom, they received it, check it off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I would do personally, if you're asking me, because then it, it, it lowers the stress. It lowers yeah. the fucking stress and breaking and it down. And that first week, sorry to cut you off, but that, that first week is like, I'm not giving them programming right away. Yeah. I guess it's just like, hey, like, don't worry about it. Like, a lot of people, they sign, they pay, they're like, I want to work out right now. But I just got to like slow them down a little bit for those yes. people. Okay. That's what I would do. That's why I do it. Because like, let's be real, you guys need time. And Bray, you even asked like, would that be too much? Again, it's contextual. You have fucking 30 videos you need them to watch. Yeah, it's way too much. So ask yourself, what do they need to learn at the beginning? Probably what to buy for their meal prep. Probably what to buy to get check-in photos done and a scale. All right, like what can I give them baseline to focus their attention while I am doing the work necessary for their growth? Perfect. Gotcha. The only other thing I'm going to add, Taylor, is go through your onboarding week and you're, I really want you to simplify it. So I think that a lot of people like complicate onboarding week. You need to take out anything that isn't absolutely essential. And yet, unless it's absolutely necessary, take it out. Because oftentimes it's like, we think people need to know more than they do. We need to keep it very simple and very structured because if they get overwhelmed in that first week, they're piecing out. So, we yeah. want, so it's like, how do we give them enough data so they can get into momentum, but not too much that they get overwhelmed? Mm. Make sense? Yeah. 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 Cool. cool. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you. All right, brother. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate you. So Mike, me and Cole have a hard out at 1045. We did mention that at the start of the call. I don't think you were on. So if you want to send us a message and let us know what your question is, we'll help you out. Guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Cole, where do they find you, G? Wake up the wall podcast or Cole Lewis to sell What about you? And you can find me at the Change Eyes Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, Brian Mark on YouTube or the real Brian Mark on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have the best day ever. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at the real Brian Mark. 
for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.